Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hurry into Ram Power Days and experience the raw power of the Ram 3500 with available best-in-class torque and towing among 350-3500 pickups when properly equipped. Strap yourself in for one powerful ride in the Ram TRX with the most horsepower of any gas pickup ever built. Or the Ram 1500, awarded number one in driver appeal among light-duty pickups by J.D. Power three years in a row. Hurry into Ram Power Days going on now. For J.D. Power 2022 U.S. award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Time once again. Friday. Major Spoilers Podcast Network and Patreon and VIP members from around the world present finally Friday. Oh, this is going to be a lot of fun. So much to talk about. Get into that chat room over at youtube.com slash Major Spoilers video or on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Major Spoilers. We're taking your calls today. Have a lot of fun things to talk about. We want to make sure that you're part of the show. Oh, give me a second. Let me see if I can add our special guest in here really quick. Oh, there she is. Minutes to go. 30 seconds. Finally, Friday is being brought to you this week by Major Spoilers VIP and Patreon members from around the world. We want to thank you for your support. And if you'd like to get in on all the fun action, then you need to point your browser to patreon.com slash major spoilers. Oh, that's not the right music. That's not the music I'm supposed to be using. I think it's this one. No, that's not it either. Let's do this one. Ah, I know what I'm doing. Hi, everyone. It's Steven Schleicher. Welcome to Finally Friday. So glad to have you here with me today. Ooh, it's a little loud in my ear. Let me do something here real quick. Um, loud in my ears, probably not in your ears. Yeah, let me, I'll, I'll get this as we go through. Lots to talk about this week, but... Let us welcome our guest. At the last second, it's Ashley Victoria Robinson. There you go. <laughs> Might help if I actually turn on your microphone, too. So there you go. Now you're here. Hello, hello, hello. There you go. <laughs> What's new with Ashley Victoria Robinson this week? Oh, man, my play finally opens tonight. Um, hey, are you excited? Are you nervous? I would I would think that you'd be like. Oh, I'm not going on Finally Friday this week. I, I got too much to do with the, the cool stuff. Uh, yesterday we had our preview, like our sort of soft opening for company oh, members. Yeah. So I got yeah. all my um, I'm terrible. I suck. Why did I do this thing um, <laughs> out yesterday? So today's actually very chill for me, which is uh, kind of nice, actually. Well, that's good. <laughs> That's yeah. good. That's good. That's good. So, and I felt bad uh, about bowing out of MSP for the last couple of weeks for tech. So I, I had to come back today. Oh, we know you're busy. You're trying to be a professional. 
trying. Oh, which his brings me up to my topic this week. I'm going to spring this on you, Ashley. <gasps> okay. Why are you qualified to write a, a comic book? What makes you qualified to be in a play? What makes you qualified oh. to be a YouTube star? Um, and the reason I bring this up is because there has been, you know, a group of people <laughs> that when a new writer is announced, and, and again, for, a, for comic books and comic book series, mm -hmm. uh, suddenly people are like, who's this person? I've never heard of this person before. And it's like, well, this person's a poet. They've been up for like Hugo Awards. They've been a New York Times bestselling author. They write for, the, for a major newspaper. Seems like they're a writer. It seems like they should be qualified to write a comic book. But nay, say a bunch of people online, which, you know, a bunch of people online is just going to be my, my default go-to for yeah. idiots, right? Yeah. Uh, but they're just like, oh, no, this person has never written a comic book in their life. Therefore, they're not qualified to write a comic. Firstly. Imagine just because you've never heard of someone doesn't mean they're not qualified. I had yes. never heard of Constance Wu until all this crazy rich Asian stuff started oh, breaking. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean that she is not qualified to lead a movie just because my limited experience hadn't led me to knowing who she was. She was the lead of a television right. show. She's a trained actress, blah, blah, blah. Um, what qualifies you to do any of those things? You did them. Is, yeah, and, and, and that's the ephemera of art. You don't actually need any kind of laurels to do anything. Mm -hmm. Now, me personally, I have an English degree and an acting degree. So I've got... never written comic books before, Ashley. How dare you go out and write a comic book? I know. I mean, I did win. Uh, I was one of the winners of the 2013 Top Cow Talent Hunt. So, um, <laughs> no, but, you know, and, and there's a level of jealousy in people who say that. Um, yeah. And you say, oh, hey, I have that same spinner rack, but in a different part of my house. Oh, yeah. You're actually not seeing what everyone else is seeing because I got this camera. It's like, oh, oh someone's funny. calling me at the last second. There I we messed go. everything up. Um, no, no, you were right on time. You were perfect. Yeah. There, how's that? Um, Better? There you go. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, with with artistic and creative things, the answer for me is ultimately that you did it. And mm -hmm. uh if you're unhappy about other people because you don't like what they've done before, you don't know who they are, that's a perfectly fine way to feel. I don't like every casting choice that ever comes out. Right, 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 um, right. You know, I try to be more positive than negative, especially if I haven't seen someone yet and we just have the announcement that so-and-so is playing this hero or is joining the cowards mm -hmm. writing this book. Um, you know, I but but if you're jealous of if you're jealous of me, if you're jealous of Constant Wu, if you're jealous of John Cho, if you, anyone out there, um, I think that's a perfectly fine way to feel. But I think the better way to harness that energy is to turn it internally and try to better yourself and try to work on your brand or whatever it is that you're doing, as opposed to saying nasty things on the Internet, because it really doesn't get you anywhere. I, I like what Great NATO says in the chat. He says, well, I'm qualified to be president of the U.S. I'm 35 and a U.S. citizen. There you go. So I guess part of this is, <laughs> you know, you're right. You're absolutely right, Ashley. When it comes to artistic endeavors, even a lot of technical endeavors. Absolutely. The idea of you're either qualified or you're not qualified to do something 
uh, seems ridiculous. Um, mm-hmm. What qualifies me to run a, a website? I do not have a business uh, degree or a business yes, background. How can I run you? a company? I, I shouldn't be doing this. And really, honestly, I probably shouldn't. But the but I've been doing it for 12 years and been doing it successfully. Mm-hmm. Um, who you know, when when we have Bill Schweigert, I don't know if he's in the in the chat today or if he's listening. Bill Schweigert works for the government and he used to be a, um, uh, you know, a, not a Navy SEAL, but a Coast Guard. What makes him qualified to write a series of horror books? For that well, matter, good too, if, so. <laughs> I know, right? For that matter, if we're looking at uh, qualifications, if this mindset were around, you know, 75 years ago, 50 years ago, Stanley would never write a comic book. Jim Shooter, a high school kid, mm-hmm. would never be writing the Legion of Superheroes because what are the qualifications of this high school kid to come in and and write a story? So when people are looking at someone who and I think the I honestly think the argument comes from maybe not jealousy, uh, but it does come from what you were saying about I've never heard of this person before. Mm-hmm. What makes them qualified? But also, you know, this idea of just because someone is tangential to something doesn't mean they can't come in with a good idea and learn some things along the way. I mean, how many times Mm -hmm. have I sat down to do something and I'm like, well, I really don't know the right way to do it. I'll muddle through it and see if it works or I can go find someone else to give me some tips and pointers and some direction, use that feedback to then, you know, develop a picture idea or how to format something or, you know, a number of any things. Um, What qualifies me as a cook? Well, I can put ingredients together. Mm -hmm. And I can mix things together and it sure does taste good. Why can't I be a cook? And And, and, I I, I wonder if it has to go down. I really wonder if it has to go down to what are what are your bona fides? Yeah. And I mean, I do understand the frustration because um, recently it does seem like if you want to write comics, you should write YA. They're pulling a Mm -hmm. lot of YA authors and they're pulling a lot of journalists. So I do understand if you're someone who's been toiling in indie comics and you look at Let's say Ta-Nehisi Coates, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. He didn't start in indie comics. He didn't come up in that world. He is a, an excellent writer and he's a lauded award-winning journalist. I right. understand why if you are taking what you perceive to be the path that when somebody sidesteps it, I understand where that frustration comes from. Mm-hmm. I don't understand where it turns to vitriol. And I think yeah. uh, I think that's unfortunate, I guess I'll just say. <laughs> so, but that's the thing about how to get into the industry. It isn't, it isn't, there are these steps that you must follow because even Kurt Busick was uh, last night on Twitter, uh, went into a long thing about, well, here are some things that I have done, or here are some things Mm -hmm. that I've seen done Mm -hmm. and, and in how to break into comics. But then today he's like, you know, some of that advice I was giving last night, I wouldn't follow because those are all exceptions to the rules or these are other ways of doing it. Um, when it comes to getting into comics or getting into podcasting or getting into uh, young adult uh, authoring of mm-hmm. books, there isn't a path. I mean, there's a suggestion of, especially if you want to get to become an author, you write, mm-hmm. you go and find a, you pedal it around and you find a uh, an agent or a publisher. Mm-hmm. And then that publisher or agent will go and shop it around to various book publishers to see if they are interested in publishing. And maybe yes, maybe no. That is certainly a very legitimate way of doing it. But in that process, there's nothing that says that, oh, if you're going to write books, you have to have an English degree. No, I mean, absolutely not. (laughs) I've written five volumes of the Adobe After Effects Classroom in a book series. I don't have an English degree. Anyone who's read any of my emails would know that I don't have an English degree. (laughs) 
But that's why we have editors, right? Mm -hmm. We have editors who will go in and say, okay, we see what you're trying to say. This is a better wording or stop using your dangling participles or learn how to start a sentence correctly or whatever, you know, (laughs) and you go in and you fix those things and you make them uh, better. But that's why you have a support group. When it comes to comics, I'm not sure that there is a quote unquote one way or right way to get into comics. Now, you got into it because, as you said, you had won the the top cow uh, mm-hmm. new talent search. Yeah. But that doesn't get you into DC Comics. It doesn't, that doesn't get it, you into it, Marvel. It doesn't even, you know, uh, uh, part of my prize was I did get to write with top cow and I did get work with top cow afterward, which is fortunate. Um, you know, but if people if people watching know anything about me and what I'm writing, I'm not. I don't have an ongoing series at Topco. I'm not currently writing for them. Uh, they can call mm-hmm. me anytime. I'd be happy to. But mm-hmm. um, that's the weird thing. You know, like um, acting is a little bit like that, too. It's a little less tangible. And the answer right. for both, unfortunately, is uh, do you want to write comics? Well, yeah, you got to write comics. You know, do you want to draw comics? You got to draw. Com- and, and I heard that for years and I give that advice now. And it's not an answer anyone wants because it's hard, man. And it's expensive. (laughs) Well, and so the other angle on this is, and this is something that's really, really important. It's not what you know a lot of times. Mm -hmm. It literally is who you know. So mm -hmm. uh, I have no idea how some people get hired. Um, So let's take, and I'm just going to use Ashley. Let's just use this guy named Phil. Okay. He's an uh, imaginary, Philomena, an imaginary (laughs) person named Philomena. And she wants to write comics. And she is well-known online. Mm -hmm. She shares a lot of thoughts and ideas. Uh, She has probably gone to some comic book conventions and has stood up and addressed uh, people in the uh, on the panels. Heck, she may have even volunteered and gotten to spend time with editors or writers or other people in a one on one situation. And. Because of her online presence and because of her writing style and because of some ideas that she has and because she knows people, maybe that editor that she's met at uh, at Super Fantastic Fun Comics is like, yeah, I really like her writing style. I'm just going to reach out to her and see if she has any ideas for comics that she may want to write for us. Mm-hmm. Or uh, for, uh, Zach is a really good example. Uh, Zach, who used to be on Zach on film with us and used to be all over the major spoilers podcast network. And then I ate him and took his job. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. right? <laughs> um, but uh, young Zach, when he was young, Zach was an, a student of mine at university. And I think he was a sophomore going into a junior level. And he was in my comic book to film class. And he and this other kid Really interacted a lot, had some really good thoughts, uh, both of them in the discussions that we were having. He was very competent in the assignments that he turned in. And one day I was just like, you know, you really kind of understand this kind of stuff. And and I know who you are from interacting with you. Would you consider, you know, maybe writing for major spoilers or coming to work for major spoilers? And it's only because I knew him personally did he get that foot in the door. Likewise, uh, Jason Inman. <laughs> famous story about Jason Inman. He tried contacting me, I think, for a year mm-hmm. going, hey, man, check out my videos. Uh, yeah. Sure would like to do some stuff with major <laughs> spoilers. And I'm like, I don't know who this guy is yeah. until I really sat up and paid attention to who this guy is when he was doing uh, some of his uh, his uh, Batman in the uh, drive through stuff. Yeah. And I, and like, I this mean, this is great. I only got on major spoilers because conversely, I reached out to you. And I got your email from Jason. Yep. And like that's, 
It, it, and I was and I, I responded to Jason. I was like, Jason, who's Ash? And yeah, tell me about yeah. Ashley. Is she any good? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, yeah, you should. And I was like, OK, fine. That's all I need. That wasn't because Ashley submitted anything. That's not because Ashley was in videos or I had seen her anywhere. Mm-hmm. It's because of these personal connections. So when we look at authors or writers or whoever coming from a young adult area into comic books or even someone who's a comic book writer who gets a, a movie deal or a TV deal or one of a lot of that just has to do with connections. And mm-hmm. it, it might be surprising or it may not be surprising if people are like, yeah, but why 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 a authors? Why are they suddenly flooding the comic book area? It's only the hugest, most popular <laughs> book market, but that's fine. <laughs> that's number one. And certainly because it's so popular. You've got a, a probably a good audience that might come with those people. And if you're attract, trying to attract new uh, readers, uh, that might be one way to do it is, hey, your favorite author is now writing comic books. But what do you want to bet a lot of the editors and middle management people who are at these publishing companies who are hiring these YA authors have kids who are reading these YA authors and mm-hmm. the kids won't shut up about it? Well, that's um, that's how Cecile Castellucci got Shade the Changing Girl. And when you think about it, often if you take five seconds and think about it, Shade the Changing Girl is a book that's marketed to teen and young women. So mm-hmm. it makes sense that a woman who wrote a YA series about being a fangirl and being a nerd would be able yeah. to strike that voice and speak to that audience. Mm-hmm. You know what um, I mean? Oh, I totally know what you mean. You're not getting uh, that kind of person writing Spawn. I mean, she might go on to do that. Yeah. But usually the logic leaps are not that far. To go back to Ta-Nehisi Coe's example, he mm-hmm. speaks a lot about the African-American diaspora and what it mm-hmm. is to be an African person living in America. Um, and so they gave him Black Panther. Can right. you imagine? <laughs> yeah, I mean, duh. I mean, he writes about these things. And and I think that's part of – and I, I was um, – again, let's go back to Zach because I've been actually talking about Zach a lot this week to some people. Mm-hmm. And and I, I keep saying, like, when Zach came into major spoilers, he had good thoughts and he had good ideas and he had fresh ideas because he was looking at it from someone who knows nothing about comic books and was slowly getting into it through conversations and had a lot of great views and perspectives. Likewise, we quickly discovered he knew nothing about uh, film uh, <laughs> and, and not saying he didn't know the process and how to do stuff. He was just. Uh, for lack of a better word, illiterate mm-hmm. when it came to film studies and film commentary and, you know, the whole deep dive into what it means to enjoy and appreciate film. And so we started Zach on film. And I guarantee you, by the time he was done with that, he is much more knowledgeable and much more talented just because he's absorbed all of that stuff. And, and, and so much about working in media, whether mm-hmm. it's in production or in performance or above or below the or whatever, so much of it is about what you consume and yeah. your knowledge and your own taste. And, and you see this a lot from um, just professionals. I'm just going to say professionals. Mm-hmm. If you want to write, you better read. If you mm-hmm. want to make a film, you better watch a lot of films. If you want to make a TV show, you better watch a lot of TV shows because that's where you're going to figure out, you know, How does this work? What makes this good or what makes it not good? And by critically analyzing that, uh, you're going to become better at it. But Mm -hmm. if you're just like, oh, man, I never read. I never read books, but I'm going to I'm qualified. I shouldn't say qualified, but I'm going to go and write the great American novel. Don't be surprised if it doesn't work the first time. Yeah. So when we talk about are you qualified? Yeah, you can go out and write a book, but it doesn't mean it's going to get printed. But you're going to learn something from that. Right. Hopefully. Does that make sense? 
Totally. Yeah. And often your first thing doesn't work. Um, mm -hmm. Just using myself as an example, Jupiter Jet, I think, was the fifth thing that Jason and I had created and oh, pitched really? around. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, we have a bunch of other ideas that I think are I think are still good ideas, um, mm -hmm. but they were the pitches weren't as clean. The characters weren't as developed. We didn't have as great art. Um, and they're things that we will revisit, but it was going through that process and pitching and getting notes and getting rejections that you, you hone your craft and yeah. rejection is an opportunity to learn. And that's oh, yeah. really where the job is because making the thing and then selling the thing is great because you've done it and it's over. Um, but the pitching and the rejection, that's where the real work is. And you have to live in that and not hate mm -hmm. yourself for it. So do you think that some anger at, you know, someone who's coming in from, you know, another field into comics and someone who may have been rejected for writing a comic or, you know, submitting a piece of art or something to a company? Do you think that also instigates a lot of the anger that we're seeing online? I do. And I think um, I think those people think that. Uh, these YA authors or anyone who's sort of tangential sure. and slides into, I think they think that it's, um, they've taken an easy route. They haven't paid their dues, um, that somehow their experience is lesser and not analogous. Right. Um, and analogous doesn't mean the same thing because it's not the same thing, but it's comparable. And mm -hmm. I, I, I think people look at it as a cheat and it's not a cheat. In fact, it takes much longer to write prose than it yeah. takes to write a 20, 22 oh, page comic. Me. I I know, <laughs> I know right now. I know it takes a long time, but I mean, you I, and I, I have probably written, you and I have probably written reviews that are long, have more words than the comics that are yeah. the movies that we're reviewing. <laughs> yes, 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 exactly. Uh, Nate says, again, I was never qualified to be a father when my kid was born, but I am now. They're still alive. Uh, Congratulations. Jarmo, <laughs> Jarmo does point out something that I kind of fall into this same trap. I'm probably a guy who's the least interested about any star or celebrity news who actually follows uh, or who follows pop culture stuff. Maybe a cultural difference, but I don't worship or even like most celebrities. I'm not a big celebrity fan. I mean, there's a few people that I'll get worked up about, but mm -hmm. I mean, I, I really don't care. And, and likewise, uh, I, I don't remember who it was. Maybe it was. Oh, here's the other comment from Sharma that I was going to read. I'm terrible about even recognizing any writer, artist, actor or director. Uh, who starred after some mid 90s who came after the mid 90s. I don't remember them or even care since I've been a kid. Um, for me, I I find it very hard to pay attention to writers when it comes to a, a comic book or an artist when it comes to a comic mm -hmm. book. Pretty soon I'll kind of figure out like, oh, this is a uh, Humberto Ramos and I mm -hmm. like his or I like Gab Gabriel Rodriguez or I like Joe Hill's writing. And so when I see something that has it, but ha has it on there, I'll go and read it. But for me, a lot of times it's like, oh, this is a really cool comic. I just want to, I really want to read this story. And me, I'm the person who really never pays attention to the artist or writer. Mm -hmm. I know I should because I'm, I'm too much want to, I want to consume this story now. And then it takes a while, but soon I'll go, oh, who was the writer who wrote this fantastic thing? And mm -hmm. then I'll flip back to the front cover and go, oh, this was XYZ writer. I may want to go out and find some more stuff from them. Um, but I don't, personally, I don't make my buying choices alone just by who the writer or who the artist is i uh, i am very against the cult of celebrity and i mm -hmm. think one of the best thing that's come out of the internet um and the current age sort of a, a post me too or not post but let's just say a post me too movement is we are yeah. learning how fallible people are and we are mm -hmm. learning that um celebrities on any scale internet celebrity comic celebrity movie star whatever 
we're all just people and we all have foibles and faults. Yep. I don't think that people deserve to be um, put on a godhood level because everyone is flawed um, mm-hmm. and we're all just people trying to get by. However, mm-hmm. I will say that I do think um, I do think if you are going out and you are pitching or you are trying to develop anything, I think being able to have a vocabulary about your peers or the people you admire or the people you want to be your peers. I think that's good because someone is inevitably going to ask you, Oh, but what will the art look like? And you could say, Oh, it will look like, um, uh, I'm, I'm imagining something like Humberto sure. Ramos or what sure. will this film look like? Oh, it'll look like a Tarantino film. Like that kind of yeah. lexicon I do think is important. Yeah. Yeah. That, that language. And again, a lot of people in the chat are, are definitely saying, Hey, yes, it's definitely about the contacts and it's definitely about mm-hmm. the people, you know, and I would say most of the people that I have met in industry have gotten jobs because of people they know. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people, former students of mine who have gotten jobs have gotten jobs because they show up to class, they interact in class, they show aptitude, they're willing to go that extra mile so that when I get a phone call from a TV station or radio station or production house uh, and they're like, Stephen, is there someone in your class that you can recommend? We need to hire someone now. Those people who have shown that effort and that I know Mm-hmm. Um, that I'm very familiar with, I'm more able to recommend than someone I don't know who may be equally qualified. And that's what some people are talking about in the uh, in the chat. But and hilariously, it isn't even about being the most amazing. It's about yeah. having a point of view and it's about doing what's required mm-hmm. of you. So I, I'm get, I got really irate this week because of the whole, what are you qualified to do? And I look at stuff and I'm like, if this were the case of qualifications, there are a lot of things I would never have been qualified to do. Yeah. But because I went out and did it and just because you can go out and do it and I applaud anyone who wants to go out and create a comic book, whether they want it uh, fund, whether they want to try to get it published through a small publisher or a big publisher or if they just want to go the Indiegogo route Mm -hmm. or if they just want to create a Patreon site where people can go and fund them. I don't care about your your politics or any of that kind of stuff when it comes to your desire to create. Mm -hmm. I encourage you to go out and create. But I really kind of raise my eyebrow and say, what do you mean someone's not qualified to do something? Go do it. Go make something. Go out and be a better person as opposed to someone that's just sitting there wanting to hate on on everything that someone else is doing. Don't crap on someone else's success because maybe you're afraid of trying yourself. Yeah, it is. It's way better. You know, the adage is it's better to have loved and lost. It's better to have tried. There you go. And failed to have never tried. There you go. Ashley, it has been super great to have you on the show today. Thank you. So glad to have you. You've got the play going on Mm -hmm. uh, starting tonight. Where can people find it? Tell us more about that. Uh, If you come to the Valley right across from Universal uh, Theater West, I am starring in The Man Who Saved Everything. I say starring because there's five leads, so we're all stars. Uh, You can watch it every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I have a bunch of comps, so you can hit me up and I'll put you on my list. Come see it. It plays until November 23rd. Uh, You can find me all over the internet at Ashley V. Robinson. I'm on Major Spoilers regularly again Mm -hmm. starting next week. Geek History Lesson is also in the Major Spoilers podcast feed. Uh, And next week's episode is about Nightcrawler. So show up for more bad accents from me. (laughs) Now, there's something else that I find interesting. I don't know if you want to talk about it now, but I got an email about something that's going on. And I got it because I was a supporter of the the Jupiter Jet stuff. You guys ready to talk about that night? Yeah. Tell me Um, about science. That's right. That's how you say it. Uh, Jason and I are launching our next uh, comic book Kickstarter. We're doing an original graphic novel called Science with an exclamation point. (laughs) Um, It's going to be published by Eisner nominated Bedside Press. Um, 
a publisher I've really loved. I've covered a lot for the Major Spoilers site uh, mm-hmm. based out of Canada. So we have some nice solidarity going on there. Excellent. Um, it's like, what if Harry Potter went to Star Trek school and wanted to destroy the school from the inside? Okay. But, was, uh, but was a nice lesbian. And <laughs> if you follow us online, um, we've shared a couple graphics about it. The Kickstarter is going to launch September 12th. Okay. Uh, so go and pre-order it there. As far as I know, that'll be the only place you can pre-order it. So look out for that. Science. And I'm sure I'm going to bully Steven into letting me speak oh, about sure. it a lot more. Oh, yeah. No, definitely. I want to support this as much as possible. Again, we want this to succeed because we have a relationship uh, uh, between our, ourselves and, and Jason. So I want to uh, continue to grow relationships. And I'm more than happy to promote anyone I know, like when Bill Schweiger comes on. I'll mm-hmm. be happy to plug his stuff. And if someone else is doing something like Stacy Bauer, who writes for the site, does some incredible artwork. Yes. And if you guys are looking some really great um, uh, prints of like jazz and blues players, he's been doing these prints for like a couple of years now. I would highly encourage you. He and I have been talking about ways we can promote uh, some of his stuff. But I mean, go check out Stacy's uh, artwork online. It's fantastic. I'm more than happy to do that uh, for people that I know. And if someone just comes in and says, hey, promote my stuff, I'm like, well, I mean, I mean, maybe a little less interested in doing that. So contacts are really important, everyone. So develop contacts, keep those contacts uh, growing, keep your relationships growing strong. Speaking of relationships right there, our patrons made this show possible. Thank you. We love having a relationship with and we want to have more of you in our super secret party over there at patreon.com slash major spoilers. A lot of stuff going on over there. So much stuff mm-hmm. that you have access to. If you'd like to help us up out, keep this show going strong, then patreon.com slash major spoilers. Uh, again, show's 30 minutes long. It keeps things nice and tight. Not a lot of room for phone calls when we have guests. We'll, tr- we'll definitely be bringing back your phone calls in the future. Uh, next week, I may have another special guest. We're waiting until Monday or Tuesday to find out if that's going to happen. But you can be assured we will be back here next Friday because we have things to talk about when it's finally Friday. Take care. Have a great week, everyone. And we will talk with you soon. Thanks, Ashley. Bye-bye. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.